Welcome to the Powers on Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Powers, down here in Tampa, Florida. It is NFL Draft Week. We have big week of action. Finally, some TV content. We can sit in front of the TV for a couple hours or lots of hours and three straight days of uh, Thursday night, Friday night, and then four or five hours on five or six hours on Saturday. So we're going to, we are going to, this is a special edition. We're going to do a, me and Michael Banks up in Birmingham, we're going to do a, we're going to mock draft the entire first round. We're both going to have our own picks. Um, one thing we are not going to do is we're not going to assume any trades. Obviously, I know there will probably be a couple of trades uh, throughout the first round, but we're going to assume no trade. We'll, we'll give you a couple of nuggets and tidbits of some teams that might be looking to trade and that kind of stuff. But we're going to assume no trades, and we're going to give you a kind of a mock draft, 1-32. to 32. Hopefully, we'll hit on a, on a few spots as at, le- of at least which player goes in which position. Not necessarily the exact team on some of these things if there is a trade, but hopefully we'll get. Uh, I think we'll we'll get some we'll get some uh, give you some insight and all that kind of good stuff. Welcome, Michael. How you doing, buddy? Not bad, Jason. Another another weekend with uh, limited action, limited activity, <laughs> huh? Did you uh, catch the, uh, the 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 Michael and the Bulls last night? Uh, no, my TV was tuned to Homeland, uh, season, uh, episode before the series finale, but I did record the, uh, the Bulls thing and I'm going to watch that. I heard yeah. it was really good. Good stuff. Yeah. I've watched both episodes and, uh, good stuff and a, a good, a very good opening act. You know, that's a five week series, two hours each week for five weeks. So it's a very good opening act. They, they, uh, they crushed Jerry Krause. <laughs> I heard, I he, heard. Got, he got lit up from every angle, and I mean, he deserved it too. I mean, a lot of, I saw, lot of what he deserved. I saw one of the Panthers players, I can't remember who it was on Twitter, comparing Dave Gettleman to Jerry Cross. Yeah, they, they brutalized Jerry, Jerry pretty good last night. And uh, Scotty, some interesting stuff came out about Scotty Pippen and, and all his, you know, stuff. And you never would have, the, 20 years, 20, 22 years ago, you, you completely, completely forgot about some. some last night was a lot of Scottie Pippen, a lot of Jerry Krause, uh, Jordan back in his high school days and in North Carolina. So uh, I think next week's kind of a Dennis Rodman theme from what, what they've led on to. So it'll be good two hours. You'll enjoy that, Mike, when you get you get around to watching here the next couple of days. All right. Well, let's get to it. We are, you know, again, as I said, we're going to do the entire first round. We're going from 1 to 32. And... We're going to each give our selection. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of lead with the team. Then we'll each give our selection a little bit of commentary. Uh, there'll be a couple of these that m- not much commentary will be needed, but we'll go from there. So, all right, let's get the Bengals on the clock. I think it's pretty much consensus that uh, Joe Burrow's going to Cincinnati. Uh, the only team that would have any kind of ammunition to potentially trade up would be Miami, and it would probably take th- all three of their number ones this year, plus probably a, a one or a two next year. Uh, to even for the Bengals to even consider it. I don't see that probably happening. So I'm going to go ahead and give the Bengals Joe Burrow. Same here. I don't think it's the smartest pick in the world, but it is the safest pick. And uh, you, you got to do it, even though there's limited um, limited tape on this guy. Uh, really, really, I'm, say, I, I'm sorry, limited product productivity on this guy. One year, yeah, it was a great year. How much of it was the coordinator? How much it was the team around him? But it is the safe pick, and I, I know I understand. I understand it. I just don't. Yeah, you got you got to take you got to take him. He's the Ohio native. You got to take him. It's kind of it, it reminds me kind of like when 
when your Bucks took uh, had to take Winston number one. It, it was kind of right. like the only guy you, you know you had to do it, even though there were all the the red flags were there, but you had to do it. So same kind right. of thing. Not not the same red flags, obviously, but right. All right, let's move to number two, Washington. You know, there's talk of you know everybody says Chase Young here. Uh, that's who I'm going to put them down for. Obviously, if they could throw a huge curveball into this, if they were to take. Either trade, they could probably get a ransom if they wanted to trade the pick, because um, one people would want to come get Chase Young. So if they really wanted to, you know, a ransom, they probably could. They probably could get a one this year, a one next year, and and, and something else to move down six or seven spots if they wanted to do that. For one, either either because uh, I guarantee you somebody would want to come get Chase Young. So, but I'm going to give them Chase Young. Um, that's my. That's where I'm going to give the Washington Reds safe pick, smart pick, probably the. Everybody's consensus probably the best pure football player probably in the draft. Chase Young goes to Washington, Ron Rivera style. Yeah, I, I agree with you. If if Washington keeps the pick, my thoughts, my my guess is that uh, somebody will move up and and maybe even try to grab a quarterback there, whether it's Tua or maybe even Herbert. Um, something crazy will more than likely happen. You know, a la Chicago and Trubisky maybe moving up and, and giving up too much to get up to number two. But if the Redskins do pick, pick there, Chase Young is, like you said, he's he's considered, widely considered the, the best pure football player in the draft. So I agree with that. All right, let's go to your boys on the clock. Your boys at number three. I'll lay the scene and I'll let you, I'll let you lead here. Um, the Lions, this could be the pivot point of the entire draft as far as the quarterback situation goes. I mean, you know, do the Chargers or the Dolphins trade up to three to guarantee their guy, whoever that is? Just maybe does somebody like a, you know, you've heard rumblings, maybe Carolina, which I don't understand why that. I've heard those rumblings of Carolina potentially moving up to get a court, which they just signed Teddy, but I don't, uh, but, uh, you know, maybe the Raiders potentially, but uh, Detroit, what are your thoughts on your Lions? Well, if they, if they keep the pick, which as a Lions fan, I hope they don't, I would love to see them trade the pick. And, and gather some more draft capital. There are, like you said, there are teams out there that are quarterback hungry that will overpay to move up to get their guy, especially depending on what happens at two. And if, if something crazy happens, then I, I, I would like to see them do it. I don't think they, they will because that would be the smart play and that's not what the Lions do. And if they keep the pick, I would think they have to go with Okuda. I mean, they need defense. They, they, they've got to have a shutdown corner uh, for that style of defense. They traded Darius Slay. So Akuda would be my pick there if they end up keeping the pick. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, the, the only other alternative there for the Lions, if they do keep the pick, would be Isaiah Simmons potentially. Um, I didn't, honestly, I don't know a whole lot about Akuda. You know, I, was, I did not follow, I knew Ohio State, obviously, but I did not follow Akuda and didn't, but everybody's. You know, again, the consensus seems to be that he's he's the best corner um, in the draft, and obviously they lost Slay, so they need a corner. Um, again, the other choice here is if you keep the pick, potentially is Isaiah Simmons, the linebacker kind of hybrid guy out of out of Clemson. But I'm with you. I'm gonna, if they keep the pick, I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go Akuda there because again, you got to have somebody to, to 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 cover people in the secondary with the loss of Slay. So. All right, number four pick. Here's the other kind of pivot point as far as the quarterbacks go. I mean, either th- two, three, or four could be the absolute bombshell as far as team moving up to get their guy a quarterback if they even want to do that. 
And again, the two teams you seem to be jockeying for position are Miami and LA Chargers, as far as which guy they like and prefer and all that stuff. But the Giants on at number four, another team I think in a perfect world would love to trade down a handful of spots. This might be a spot where somebody trades up to get an offensive lineman. Um, if there's a if one of the, there's the four premium offensive linemen that seem to be tackles that seem to be uh, at, the, at the top half of this draft. Um, if they don't trade down, I think the Giants are going to take Tristan Wirfs, offensive tackle, Iowa. Well, you're on the same path that I am, and obviously, I got to go. I got to go with my hometown, hometown guy here. I I think the Giants. I think they trade the pick. A lot of people think that they're going to go defense. I think they're going tackle as well, but I think they're going with Jedrick Wills from Alabama. Um, although, I mean, his his if you can look at the mock drafts. He is all over the board. I've seen him as low as 18 and as high as number four, which is really crazy, uh, you know, to have to have such a wide discrepancy there. But worse was a was a workout warrior at the at the combine. Unbelievable numbers, all that stuff. Athleticism comes from a great offensive line program in Iowa. You know, Wills comes from a good program in Alabama. Obviously, I think I think worse has a little more left tackle in him than than Wills. It sounds like Wills is primarily a right tackle and the Giants there's thoughts that the Giants would get rid of potentially Nate Solder and put Wirfs at left tackle from day one but I don't know if Wills I don't know if not sure if Wills can play left left tackle I know he played right tackle at Bama um is it correct is it, am I right on that yeah. strictly yeah. a right tackle yeah he was right tackle yep so you know obviously from a from a protection perspective you want to protect the blind side and obviously daniel jones is left-handed so you'd want a left or right-handed so you want a left tackle so that's why i went worse because i think even if he had to play worse at right tackle for a year he'd be the natural guy to transition to left tackle so uh but but either guy you know either guy's a quality pick i mean on very high on everybody's board um but so we're, we're going to go giants offensive line dwarfs and wills for michael so all right number five what do the Dolphins do here at number five? I think it's clear they're going to take a quarterback at, at five. Question is, do you take two or do you take Herbert? You know, from a football perspective, I think two is clearly the better quarterback, but obviously he has the injury history uh, and, the, and the doubts on that on that front. Or do you take Herbert, the more the prototypical tall, six foot four, six five, mobile, no injury history, but he's but from an offensive perspective, has not been in the most challenging offensive scheme as far as reading defenses and all that stuff. So uh, that's the question here that Miami has to answer. And I'm going to give Miami. I think they're going to go with two. I think they're going to go with their gut here. I think they're going to go Tua. Um, I think you know if they get seven, eight years. I mean, if they can get six, seven, eight years out of them, I think it'd be good. obviously you want to get ten, but. I think they're going to go Tua here and 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 hope that the uh, the hip injury heals is healed and he's ready to go. I agree with you. I actually think that they probably will move up to get him, um, but if if they're picking there, he's available. I, I don't see them going with Herbert. Like you said, Herbert might be a little bit safer pick because of the injury history. But I mean, again, we talked about it on the on the podcast last week. He's a he transcends football and he he's got he can bring he can bring a lot of fans and a lot of joy or not I'm sorry not joy a lot of excitement to the team just by being yep. there. So I think that yep. you know, Herbert, I, and I think and I, and it, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say Herbert doesn't really well. I don't think Herbert excites the fans like like a Tua does, and that that's gonna be 
kind of the thing. And obviously they're not doing this to just excite the fans, but he's got both sides of it. So I, I, I think that they, they do that. Go ahead. And I was going to say, the, the, the good thing is Miami, worst case scenario, you, you, you've still got Fitzpatrick there, so he could play the first half of the season, or even he had to right. play the whole year. for some, If you wanted right. to, to redshirt Tua, he could play the whole year. Obviously, you don't want to do that, but if, if you had to do that, if something flared up and you wanted to do that, you could still play Fitzpatrick for, for, the, for, the, for one more year, and then Tua would be ready to go full bore. Uh, you know, Flores has, has, has got some time. He doesn't have a lot of pressure on him to win this year. Um, you know, so, um, I do think they're going to go with two in the end. Uh, I think they, they like the, the, the throwing ability. I think the one thing that's again, Herbert's bugaboo would be his accurate, you know, accuracy and the ability to read defenses and all that. I think two has clearly got that ability to do that. And he's done that very well throughout his Alabama career. So, so I'm, I was surprised. I thought you might go Herbert there, but we're both going to it to Miami at five at six. I think, um, you know the the conventional wisdom is you as you say they're going to take they're going to pick uh, Herbert. Um, to me, the one the one caveat here you still have Isaiah Simmons available. Uh, if 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 they are truly believing in Tyrod Taylor, potentially if if they don't take Herbert here, what that tells me is that they're going to be in the quarterback market for either Cam or J- or Jameis Winston potentially after the draft. So I think again if they don't take a quarterback at six. I think you're gonna. You may even take the best offensive lineman on the board. You, uh, you know, the Chargers. Th- th- this could be a kind of a curveball. You know, Herbert's a West Coast guy, so you would think the Chargers, new stadium, need a quarterback. Even again, same situation as Miami. You got Tyrod Taylor, so you could sit Herbert for half the year if you needed to. But to me, the Chargers are kind of ready to win now. They've got a, you know, they got a playoff caliber defense, good skill players. I don't think uh, Herbert's going to be the guy that you're going to hand the ball to in Week One to play. Um, but, uh, I'm going to give, I'll give them Herbert only because it's, again, everything says Herbert or Tua here. Obviously if Miami takes Herbert, then Tua is going to go to the chargers. Um, they would, ju- they would jump at that opportunity, I think, but, uh, I'll give them Justin Herbert. I mean, I, I like the quarterback pick for the chargers. I just, I, I, based on what you already said, which is what I was thinking when I made this was they are in a win now mode. I think they like Tyrod Taylor. I don't know if they're willing. I don't. To... <laughs> Seven I don't... and nine at best. I, I know. I agree, but I think that, I think that they they see something in him. I don't know what it is, but they see something, and I think that they they jump at the opportunity to add Isaiah Simmons to that defense with Ingram and Bosa and Derwin James. You're talking about a pretty lethal defense there. So I have them going Simmons. And riding riding Tyrod out for another year, and maybe uh, maybe getting okay. You're going Isaiah Simmons here, okay? Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think they go Simmons. again. Simmons is probably the second best defensive player in the draft. I mean, behind Young, there's no doubt that he's the the next guy. So that's a good, good, good. You know, a best available scenario is probably Simmons. If you're taking the best available player, I mean, um, think about re- that defense with those guys. That'd be that'd be brutal. I mean. That's a lethal yep. defense with just those four alone. With and they got they have some other players too, but that's some some legitimate talent right there. Yep. All right. Let's go to Carolina, number seven. Matt Rule, new coach from from Baylor, rookie coach. They're cleaning house in Carolina. Keekley's gone. Cam's gone. I mean, just they're just they're just pillaging all the old guys uh, and stuff. So I'm going to give Carolina the best guy on the board, Isaiah Simmons, linebacker. 
you know, kind of a hybrid guy, can can play outside linebacker, can rush the pass, or can cover. So I'm going to give him the best football player on the board here. I'm going to go Isaiah Simmons for Carolina at seven. Yeah, I think he's there. He definitely, um, they're definitely go 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 with him. Um, I actually have them going with offensive line and going Tristan Warps there. That's what I had for the Panthers. Tristan okay. Warps. Yep. At number seven. All right. All right. Number eight, Arizona Cardinals. You know our boy, Mister Kingsbury. Great acquisitions this offseason with Hopkins. They brought it. Larry Fitzgerald's coming back. Very good first year out of Kyler Murray. Um, their big weakness is offensive line, so I'm going to give them Will, uh, your boy Jedrick Wills from Alabama, right tackle. They just re-signed their left tackle. I think DJ Humphreys in the offseason, so you got to fortify that offensive line and help that running game. you got Kenyon uh, Drake back, so I think they go offensive line, so I'm going to give them Jedrick Wills, right tackle. And I, um, I agree with you that they're going offensive line, but I believe that they are going – with uh, Makai Becton out of Louisville. Yep. Uh, big, Fire huge. up that Chiba. Fire up that Chiba. <laughs> big, huge tackle. <laughs> big guy. Yep. Um, but he does move quickly. I think that uh, they, he helps the run game out tremendously. So I, I have him going with Makai Becton. All right. Good pick there. All right. Number nine, Jacksonville. Full fire sale in full effect here. Um Bouye gone, Ramsey gone, Calais Campbell gone, Nick Foles gone. I mean, they are basically tanking for Trevor, from from, <laughs> from uh, my opinion. I think they're, you know, when you name Minshaw the quarterback and you don't really have much coming in behind them, and you've unloaded all the veteran players and all that stuff, you're looking to unload Fournette. They'll, I'm sure they will, before it's over, trade Fournette based on, you know, his, uh, his, his comments about bringing in Cam and all that stuff. I think Fournette will be on another team uh, here. They, they've got to exercise their, his fifth-year option in the next couple of weeks, so I think they're going to trade him over the weekend. I'm going to give them the best defensive lineman on the board. I'm going to give them Derek Brown, Auburn, interior force to replace Kalea Campbell. Um, they need some, they, they've got multiple first-round picks, so, so this first one I'm going to give them defensive lineman, Derek Brown, Auburn. Yeah, I, I, had, I had Brown there too. Um Especially if the Panthers don't go defense like I like I have them with going uh, with Worfs, so I had Derek Brown going going to Jacksonville as well. Not a sexy pick, but it's a pick that's uh, you know for for Jacksonville fans. It's still it's still tank Tankarella, Tankarella dot com for twenty twenty, <laughs> just so they can load up for Trevor Lawrence. So. Um, but again, be, look look out for Leonard Fournette to get traded. They're probably gonna they're, they're trying to unload Ngakwe, the defensive end as well. Um, I imagine somebody will give them something for him eventually here, whether it's this weekend or, or, or as we move before the regular season starts. So, yeah, I think they're you know shedding salary, trying to accumulate draft picks and capital for next year, so they can do whatever they got to do to get Trevor Lawrence. All right, let's go to the Cleveland Browns. Ten, uh, new coach, Fat Freddie out of there, and and and. Cleveland, Believe Land. They brought in Stefanski from Minnesota, the the, the OC. Um, you know, got rumors swirling. Is OBJ on the market? Is he not? Is, is he? You know, they claim they're not going to trade him, which I don't think they should trade him. Um, but you know, if you wanted to, if you want, you could probably get a, a some de- a decent return for him. 
but I think you got enough weapons if you can just get uh, the offensive line in order and if you can get uh, shake and bake to uh, concentrate on just playing being a quarterback. I'm going to give them the offensive lineman, the left tackle from uh, Cle- or from Louisville, Becton, the guy you sent to uh, Arizona. I'm going to give Becton, who had, who, who had the failed drug test, and our boy, you know, as history says, Dorsey's not afraid to take a guy with a little bit of baggage. And again, I'm not, who knows how many times this guy's failed a drug test, but he did fail a drug test at the combine when everybody in the, everybody in the country knows you're getting tested at the combine. So that, that ain't real bright, but I'm going to give Becton to Cleveland <laughs> at number 10. Yeah, I actually, I could see them going linebacker here. I mean, not linebacker, going defense here. Um, they need linebacking help, but uh, I think that they go offensive line as well. But obviously, I've already got those, but the big three off the board. So I think they would have to go with Andrew Thomas at that point from Georgia. Um, so that's who I have the Browns taking. And again, like I said, there's four big tackles. There's Wirfs, there's Becton, there's Thomas, and then there's Wills. Those are the four guys. And, you know, there's any four, any combination of those four guys are expected to go in the top no more than past 14 to Tampa Bay. Um, and there, there's, you know, so – who knows what the order of those guys, but we're just trying to give us our, our, you our best guess where we think they might go based on the scenarios and all that stuff. Number 11, New York Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Raj getting booed, I'm sure, and all that stuff. And <laughs> What are they? <laughs> from the man cave. Yes, from the man cave in Bronxville. In the, from, the thir- from, the 25, from the $10 million man cave, um, <laughs> wherever, wherever he's living. Somewhere in New York, I know, but I'm not sure where. I don't know where Bronxville is. I don't know if that's. I doubt that's in the Bronx, but um, no. I'm sure that it might be brownstone somewhere in the. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> a three-story brownstone. Right. All right, <laughs> Jets need offense, in my opinion. They they need a game breaker. You got to give Sam Darnold some help. Sticks Anderson out the door. You got Le'Veon Bell. They've they've kind of refurbished the offensive line this off season. Um, if one of the tackles were to, sl- to slide to, to the Jets at 11, they would consider that, I think. Um, if not, I think they're going to go wide receiver here. And the two receivers you got are CeeDee Lamb and Jerry Judy seem to be the two, number two, one and two guys as far as that goes. I think, you, again, I think you got to give Sam Darnold some, some legitimate help on the outside. I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them CeeDee Lamb, Oklahoma wide receiver. Again, we're going the same position, but we just have different players. Obviously, you know I've got to, I can't I can't go CD Lamb first. <laughs> got to go with my boy Jerry Judy. Um, great route runner. Some issues with hands, you know, catching balls, but but overall, I think he's a, the best receiver in the in the class. Uh, I think he just edges out. I went Lamb only because they say he's, he's tremendous after the catch. Very strong, strong guy. I mean, you know, big time player at Oklahoma. I went with the after the you know after the catch kind of ability. Um, and, and Judy's right there with him. There's no doubt. Yeah. So I got. Going, I have, so we're going Jerry Judy to the Jets. Yep, I got Judy. Your boy. How many of your boys? That's what your second guy, third guy, Wills, two and Judy. That's right. We got more to come, I believe. For your 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 your, your tide. You got one coming right up right right now. So go ahead. <laughs> All right, number twelve, Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders, excuse me. I still call Gruden, them. first year in Las Vegas. Major help needed at wide receiver. I'm going to go. I'm going to give them Jerry Judy, the, the the other guy, the other premier wide receiver, not premier, but the 
kind of the top shelf wide receiver in this in this uh, top half of the first round. They need again if you're gonna if you're gonna truly evaluate Derek Carr, you got to know give him some help. You got Waller at tight end. You got your boy Tyrell as kind of a number two guy. He's more in that number two mode than he is a number one. I think Judy can definitely be a one. You know, he may not be a pure number one guy, Judy, but he'll be a very solid one B kind of guy. Um, you know, those two and Waller, and you got Josh Jacobs, good offensive line. Um, and the, again, the Raiders have multiple number one picks. They got the the nineteenth pick, so I'm going to give the Raiders Jerry Judy here. Uh, again. Uh, we're on the same page with position, and we're even on the same page with college, but I have them going rugs here. I think Henry Ruggs is a prototypical o- uh, Oakland Raider, <laughs> regardless of where they're, where they're staying right now. <laughs> that He is a prototypical he would have been an Al. He would have been an Al Davis special. Gosh, he, Al Davis would have loved this guy. So um, I, I think I think Ruggs goes there. I think he goes to, the, to Oakland there, even with C.D. Lamb still on the board. And I, I could see them going C D Lamb there, but but it's hard to pass up that speed. Like you said, get get somebody to play opposite of Tyrell Waller on the uh at tight end. So um uh, pair him up with the question his college is, teammate. Can, Josh the question Jacobs. is can Ruggs run can, can Ruggs run a route other than a go route? Can he can well, he run a eighteen yard square and can he run a uh, probably the, not, but all you need to do is go <laughs> deep. Sticks and just go deep. run a square in either. <laughs> Uh, the Raiders. The Raiders going with Mr. Ruggs. Okay. All right. Well, again, again, the, the beauty of a guy like Ruggs is with that kind of speed, you're most likely going to get two safeties, which mean more running room for Jacobs, yep. more room for Waller. So I think even if he's not a monster number of catch guy, he's going to be kind of a Deshaun Jackson kind of guy. When he does catch him, it's going to be for 20 or 30 yards kind of kind of guy. Yep. You know, may only catch three balls a week, but it might be three for 65, you know, type but deal. He- and even if he only catches three balls for 65, he's opening up your running lanes with Josh Jacobs. Right. He's opening up Waller underneath. He, the, you know, we've seen it over the years. A guy with speed that can, you know, legitimately run routes, you know, at, at least the right. go route can can do a lot for a team. Look at Will Fuller in Houston. I mean, when that guy's right. healthy, he is a whole different team. So, or I'm sorry, right. Will Fuller fit the fifth. Will follow the fifth. I'm sorry. Will follow the fifth. Yes, from Notre Dame. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's go to San Francisco. The Niners, a heartbeat away from a world title. They've got two picks. They got 13 and 31. This pick was from Indianapolis when they traded Buckner to force Buckner to the Colts. Lots of spot. Lots of talk today that the Niners are looking to trade out of this spot because they do not have a second, third, or fourth round pick in this draft. So I think the, I think Lynch is going to look to potentially trade down. So this is very much a spot to see potentially for a team to trade down uh, or a team to trade up to San Francisco spot to get a guy. Um, I think that again, I'm, I'm pretty confident the Niners are very committed to getting a second to getting some more draft capital in the middle rounds. So I'm going to I'm going to if they keep the pick here, I'm going to give them the best DB on the board. The one spot they were a little suspect was at, at corner to go along with our boy Dick Sherman. I'm going to go C.J. Henderson, DB Florida, if they keep the pick here. Best DB on the board. Um, I actually have him go on the other side of the ball. I I don't think they keep the pick. I think that they trade it. I actually see with the way that the the, the way that my draft was is shaping up, I, I actually see somebody, if Herbert is still on the board at this point, which I have him still on my board, I see somebody would move up to get him. 
but if they do keep the pick, I have them going wide receiver and CD Lamb here to replace after dark. Um, go go alongside uh, Debo. That Samuel. would be Emmanuel Sanders. For, that would be Emmanuel yes. Sanders for our listeners at home at the podcast yes. of after Sorry. dark. Yeah, my Emmanuel. <laughs> oh, Emmanuel. Oh, you uh, get your mind. Get people. Get your mind out of the gutter. Even though this was a. A dirty movie on Skinamax many years ago. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have the Niners adult, tickets. Some adult, some adult entertainment on yes, Skinamax late, late yeah, night. Yeah. Late, late night. night 12, 12, 1205 to 12.15 uh, on Showtime on Friday, Saturday nights. Um, Six, yeah, Skinamax. Skin, yeah, forget, yeah, Skinamax. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have yeah, to I, with CD Lamb here. I think that, I think they, they can, Want another wide receiver to go pair up with Debo Samuel? Their defense is still solid. Their their offense is still solid, but they really need another another game breaker, somebody else on the outside there. Obviously, if if Lamb is gone, if Judy's gone, they could go Rugs there. So a lot of a lot of options. But if if they keep the pick, they go wide receiver. If a guy like Tua were to slip because of his injury concerns, and he were to get to this spot. Oh, Don't be surprised if it's if a team like the Patriots come a calling oh, yeah. from all the way at twenty three to come get Tua. So oh, yeah. just be aware that if, if 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 especially if Tua slides, which I don't think he's going to slide this far, but if he were to get to this this point in the draft, this is be, this is your boy Belichick in the uh, time to come up and get and get a guy like this. He's got a great relationship with Saban. You know, obviously, I'm sure he's got all the intel on the Alabama guys. So again, I don't think this is going to happen. But with San Francisco looking to move, this could be a spot. If 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 Tua were to fall to the thirteen, this would be another pivot point where there'd be some teams down below who are looking for the in a, for a quarterback, even just for the you know a year down the road. I.e., maybe the Raiders might trade up from nineteen. Maybe a team like uh, again New, New England. We're talking about maybe even a team like Green Bay, who's you know maybe looking for somebody to, to sit behind Rodgers for a couple of years. But again. If San Francisco keeps this pick and Tua were there, be look out for for a big move by somebody to come get Tua. Yeah, I, all I right. Shouldn't be surprised either. Yep. Um, let's go to fourteen. My my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here we go, Bucks. Again, this will be my luck this year that we fucking get Brady and we don't play football this year. <laughs> <laughs> And then Brady just says, I'm done. I retire. This will be the, I don't think he would do that, but this would be my luck. The one year we've got all the, all the momentum, the Super Bowl's coming to town this year. We don't play a down a damn football. This would be the, just, just be my, my bucks luck. So, all right, 14, my bucks need an offensive lineman, right tackles, a big need. I think they're going to take, I think if, uh, again, if one of these four tackles is, is still on the board, I think they would probably take them. The one guy they may not they might not take if he were there might be Becton only because of the the failed drug test. Um, again, if if none of the linemen are there, um, if all four of these linemen are gone, the Bucks could be a team that could trade down four or five spots um, type deal. And t- uh, but I think I think one of the four li- offensive linemen are going to be there. I'm going to give them Andrew Thomas from Georgia, who's going to plug in at right tackle immediately and then probably slide over to left tackle in a year or so. Yeah, I have them going offensive line here as well, uh, but my four, the big four, are already gone there, and so I actually, I actually have them going with a kind of a sleeper pick here in Josh Jones, the uh, tackle from Houston. Um, yep, had a really good senior senior season, had a really good senior bowl. Um, somebody to protect Brady, build around, 
Um, so that's who I have. I have the Bucks going with Josh Jones out of out of Houston. Again, I think I think that he Jones would definitely be a guy that if the if there was not one of the big four here, I think the Bucks would definitely consider trading down four, five, six spots and taking Jones, yeah. him, or potentially um, uh, there's a guy from Boise State, Cleveland, and there's Austin Jackson from USC is another offensive lineman that's maybe a little too rich to take at 14, but you could maybe take 20, 25, something like that, depending on what the Buccaneers did. But we're going to go offensive line here. The other caveat here, if 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 um, Jerry Judy were to slip to the 14 and still be on the board. I think the Bucks would definitely be in the market for Jerry Judy um, as a potential third wide receiver. Um, so, but I'm, we're gonna we're gonna stick offensive lineman if 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 Thomas or one of the big four are there for sure. All right, 15 Denver. Denver's got uh, you know they've got one pick here. You know they've they've kind of. I think they've solidified their QB spot with Drew Locke. I think they got Cortland Sutton's a really good player on the other side. They've lost some uh, DB. Chris Harris is gone. I think the, the decision here is: do you go wide receiver? Do you go defensive back? You still got Vaughn Miller and pretty good, pretty good defensive defensive team. I'm going to give him Henry. Not, Ruff. If he's not dead, if if yeah. Miller's not dead, yes, with the, he does have the virus. So our thoughts and prayers are for Mr. Miller to get get rid of the virus. Um, stay out of the crowds, stay out of uh, Mile High, stay out, of, stay out of the breweries, and stay out of the Chiba shops. So I'm going to give them. I'm going to give Denver Henry Ruggs, speedster, going to Denver in the altitude. Compliment to Cortland Sutton. You got Noah Fant. You got a good running attack with with uh, Lindsey and Melvin Gordon. But I'm going to go f- Henry Ruggs, Alabama. Yeah, I could see that if if uh, if those one of those guys are there. Obviously, you already have all four wide receivers gone, or all three of the big wide receivers gone. So I actually have them go in the corner to replace uh, Chris Harris and go with uh, another CH initial, but CJ Henderson uh, from Florida. Yep. yep. Um, I would I see them I see them going after him if he's still available. Um, yep. You know, they they definitely need corner help now Good without pick. without Harris. So. Yep, good pick there. Good pick. All right, 16, Atlanta, the Falcons. You know, Quinn survives. Dimitrov survives. Defense, definitely you got to draft defense if you're Atlanta. You don't need any more offensive help. You you need defensive linemen. Your pass rush has been terrible the last handful of years. Um, I'm going to go if they – again, there's a lot of speculation that Atlanta is looking to potentially move up. Uh, I would guess they're probably looking to move up for either Derrick Brown or potentially Simmons. If Simmons were to slip, type deal, uh, maybe even C.J. Henderson, maybe. But I'm going to give them. Uh, if they don't move, I'm going to give them uh, Chase on the defensive end from LSU. I don't love him, but he is. But he, you know, he had a pretty good year at LSU. He seems to be uh, a, a good defensive end, and they need they need defensive line pass rush help. I'm going to give them Chase on. I don't like to pick, so I hope they do take Chase on. <laughs> I can't stand uh, the. <laughs> You and me both, uh, but 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 our boy Dickman does so. Um, yeah, I, I think that they go defensive line here as well. But I think I have them going Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. I think he's a little more polished. Chason's one of those guys that could you know blossom eventually. He was only a redshirt sophomore at LSU, so uh, pretty raw. But uh, I actually I have them going Kinlaw there at 16 if they if they're still there that's a good pick because i actually inadvertently omitted him from my draft so he would probably be the pick i would probably go with there too as well um i'd made some last minute changes at about 
30 minutes before we did the podcast and his name somehow got omitted and I did not reinsert him. But Ken Law would be a guy here, exactly, no doubt about it. Ken Law or Chase on would be the guy. Um, if you, they, they do got Grady Jarrett, I think, is their other interior guy, and Ken Law is a guy from South Carolina, pretty good player. Um, so yeah, I think one of those two guys would be the pick. Good, good pick there. Dallas seventeen, major losses at DB. They lost Jones. They lost their safety. Um, I think they're pretty good on offense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to your Alabama guy, big time safety, the best safety in the draft. I'm going to give him McKinney, Xavier McKinney, safety Alabama, plug and play player, kind of a kind of an Earl Thomas kind of guy, um, very very athletic, very can cover a lot of ground in the secondary, and they need a safety, so I'm going to go McKinney, easy pick. Yeah, I actually have them going defense as well, but I think they take Chase on here. I think that he's a kind of guy that uh, that you know is kind of a Jerry Jones guy. Um, I could see him definitely going McKinney. I think that's a great pick. Uh, but I have them going chase on here at 17. Okay. All right. Dolphins on the clock at 18. They, it's their second of the three first round picks. I've already taken uh, two at five. I'm going to go to, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them offensive line help. I'm going to give them your guy, Josh Jones, offensive tackle from Houston, just a plug and play kind of guy. I'm not sure if they need a left or a right. I think they need a right tackle. So I think he's probably going to play right tackle to start. Um, Again, to help offset the loss of Tunsil from a couple of years ago, they've always they've had some issues protecting the last couple of years. So I'm going to go Josh Jones, tackle Houston, and I actually have them replacing the Alabama safety that they traded last year, Mika Fitzpatrick, and drafted McKinney here. I think the Dolphins go after uh, McKinney if he's still on the board. Yep. To uh, help out, help solidify that defense. They have Byron Jones now in, in the secondary, so uh, you know, really, really coming together. You, you, everybody criticized Miami for unloading all those guys last year. Oh, they're tanking and all this, but who, you know, they're pulling the trigger. The guy pulling the trigger know, knew what he was doing because it's all it looks like it's coming together now uh, in a good plan. So. Yep, I, I, I'm with you. I, I, if, if Dallas doesn't take McKinney, I think Miami would definitely take McKinney. Remember Flores from Belichick, you know, coach under Belichick, and obviously they've got the relationship with Saban. So there's no doubt he's got plenty of intel on those guys. Um, so definitely, uh, I would definitely, if, if Dallas passes on McKinney, I think Miami will definitely take McKinney over Josh Jones. All right, Oakland, second first-round pick of the, of the round. They went with Jerry Judy in the, with, at the 12 spot. They're here at 19. I think they need defensive back help. Again, they've made a lot of moves on defense this offseason. Several couple linebackers, couple DBs, safety. I think they're going to go AJ Terrell, Clemson, cornerback. Uh, um, so I'm going to give Oakland AJ Terrell. The one sleeper you could potentially have here. This could be where John Gruden falls in love with Jordan Love, the, the quarterback out of Utah State, as a potential replacement for Carr. Um, you know. I think that will definitely be an interesting uh, discussion they would potentially have at this spot, but I'm going to give them A.J. Terrell, cornerback, Clemson. I have I have Gruden falling in love with a quarterback here too, but I have him going after Justin Herbert because in my in my mock, Herbert has not gone yet. And I think if Herbert is still yep. on the board at 19, that John Gruden takes him no questions asked uh, as a guy that could potentially re- replace Carr. Uh, would give them a lot of options if if Herbert ends up being wow, good. You, so, 
you're gonna have you're gonna have Carr, Herbert, and Mariota on the roster. Hey, you gotta you got you, okay. I mean, Mar- Mariota to me, I mean, you know, like you said, he might go after, he might have to go after Jordan Love. I mean, you know, I just think that that's a that's a position that's hard to pass up right there at 19. Mariota, right. we know is is there as he's not he's not the answer there. Um, and, and and you still you, you know there's still you'd still be able to move somebody. You never know what could happen. That's the thing about the draft; it's so unpredictable. So um, I'm going to throw a scenario out for you right now. Give you give you an idea. But going back to your Lions, if you're if you're the Lions, would you trade Stafford for to Oakland or to Las Vegas for Carr? the 19th pick and maybe a second or third round pick next year. And then draft. If, if you're at number three, draft two at number three. Uh, I would love it. I told you, I, I want them to trade to, to uh, either trade away number three, or if you're going to, if you're going to do, you know, really make an impact. Deal. Yeah. I mean, do it. I, like I guess we said this on the podcast last week. I just don't, I love Matthew Stafford. I love what he's brought as a Lions fan. I love what he's brought, the toughness, the the loyalty, everything that he's brought. He's been a great quarterback. He's just played on some really crappy teams that no running game, no defense. It's time to, to blow it up. But like you said, it's all about what Quinn and Patricia know about their futures. If they are secure right. in their future, they might do that. For the next if couple of years. Not, yeah. They have to know that they're going to be there at least two more years before they would right. do something like that. They're not trading away Stafford if they if they're basically on a one year deal, prove you know, prove it deal right now. So that's right. the problem with that. If they, boy, if they that they would be they would you talk about blowing up a I mean, I just I'm surprised that more people haven't haven't at least broached this topic of, of, of trading Stafford because you could get Gruden would fault would love to have Stafford. He he's definitely an upgrade over Carr. If you're Detroit, you have Carr for one year on his contract and you're you're free of him. No more, no guaranteed money. You could you could play Carr for half a year or even the whole year if you if depending on what Tua's situation was. I mean, to me, Oakland would do that. They would trade the nineteenth pick. They would trade Carr, and you could probably get like a like I said, a third or fourth round pick next year out of them for Stafford. And that would you know Oakland would or Las Vegas would love that with Stafford coming into a new stadium like that. They'd be very much closer to winning immediately, and they're they're pretty close to being pretty good. So. I'm shocked that there's not been more talk about Stafford potentially going to Las Vegas. Yeah. Because the salaries, their salaries are about the same. I mean, Stafford has like three years left in his contract, but they both make about 25, 26 million bucks. And this is Carr's last year. He has no guaranteed money left. So the Lions would be in a one year rental deal for him. You have Tua. If you you drafted Tua, it'd be a, to me, it'd be a perfect transition. I'll I'll be all for it, but I don't think that's going to happen. But it's, like you said, it's all about what their future is in Detroit. Like I said, if, if they knew they had two years left, I think they would strongly consider doing that. So, all right, let's go to Jacksonville. On the clock again at 20, they, they already have already picked at nine. They took Derek Brown. Jacksonville, again, trying to reload. Bouye gone, Ramsey gone. I'm going to go back to your well one more time. I'm going to give them Trayvon Diggs, cornerback Alabama, the brother of Tay Diggs, one, one – uh, Stefan Diggs, his brother from Minnesota, his younger brother is Trayvon. The uh, now was he a senior or junior at Alabama? He was a senior. Diggs was a senior. Yeah, he played four years. Yeah, he got hurt. Well, remember he came in as a receiver. Uh, he played receiver his first year. They transitioned him to corner. 
played corner the last two years. He got hurt last year at the end of the year, missed the last part of the year, came back for his senior year this year. But yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Jacksonville Trayvon Diggs cornerback to help replace Ramsey and Bouye. Um, again, a, a developmental player there at 20. So Trayvon Diggs going to Jayville, and he'll, he'll be able to wear the speedos on the beaches now that they're back open. Yeah, open it back up. You know, it, it's no different than when you have a you're, you got a parachute and you're jumping out of a plane. Once once the rate of descent slows down. Cut that bad boy. There's there's no That's there's right. no reason to to get to the ground first before you cut it. Go ahead and cut it 800 feet in the air. You slow down, <laughs> freaking morons. Um, oh god. Anyways, uh, <laughs> don't get me started. Um, I am uh, I am going here. I know you're uh, I know you're tanking for Trevor uh, with the Jags, but I think that they if uh, I think if there's if this guy's here, Jordan Love. I think they're. I think it's worth for them, uh, worth it for them to, to take a chance on a quarterback, even though they are in blow up mode. Um, I could see if Jordan Love is there that they they go after Jordan Love. I could also see if if Herbert is around that they go Herbert there. Um, so okay. I, I I think they get if if one of those two guys is on the board, I think they they go QB there at twenty. All right, all right, Philadelphia twenty one. Desperate need at wide receiver. I mean, they've just they've they've just been decimated by injuries and just non productivity. Aguilar, Jeffries, all these guys over the years they not they've not really replenished that position in several years. So That's I'm going to give them Justin Jefferson, LSU wide receiver, solid, productive, very very you know just one of those kind of gritty gutty kind of players. I, I, he was just great this last year at LSU, and I think he'll be a really good pro. Kind of reminds yeah. me of a. Kind of reminds me of a high, a, 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 ju- a juiced up Heinz Ward, a little bit, a little bit faster than Heinz Ward, but that kind of guy, tough guy, block, willing to block, very good route, route runner, catches the ball. Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I agree, Justin Jefferson here. I don't think Mac Hollins is the answer in Philly. Uh, so <laughs> Greg Ward Jr. is not your not your fantasy impact player. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Terrell Owens is not walking through that door. So. I think they've got it. They got to do that. So yeah, I have, um, I have Justin Jefferson there as well. Twenty-one. I think they would love if Henry Ruggs fell to them. I don't think he'll be there at, tw- no. at, at twenty-one. Philly's always been aggressive trading. So again, if a guy like Ruggs is available at fourteen, fifteen, something like that, you never know. Tampa might be in, a, in the mood to drop down a little bit if their if their offensive linemen are not there. So. Philly could jump up to, to fourteen or fifteen, and, and if, if a guy like Ruggs is still there or slips to them, could definitely see Ruggs because again, Peterson needs a speedster to go along with. Uh, and they still got Alshon Jeffrey, but they need they need some help at wide receiver for sure. All right, twenty two Minnesota again uh, depleted at wide receiver with trading uh, Stephon Diggs. They got a they got a nice haul for for Diggs. They got Buffalo's pick, which is going to be coming up at twenty five up here. But their pick at twenty-two, they lost. They've lost a bunch of defensive backs. I'm going to go wide receiver with this first pick, and I'm going to give them T. Higgins, Clemson, kind of a big body guy to, to team up with Thielen. Uh, you still got Rudolph. You got a, you got Dalvin Cook, obviously in the backfield. So I think I'm going to go big body T. Higgins at wide receiver. In, an, in a lot of other years, T. Higgins would have been a lot higher up on their on the draft boards of a lot of a lot of other years. But I'm going to go T. Higgins wide receiver, Clemson. Wouldn't it be something though if they went with Trayvon Diggs, <laughs> right after they traded Stefan to Buffalo, 
I can't see. I mean, honestly, he'd probably no. be a good player for them, but I, I, I can't see that. I can't no. see him doing that because of just because of the the, the, no. the Trayvon was always. I mean, Tay Diggs was always bitching and complaining about cousins and all that stuff. No, I don't think that they go back to the Diggs family. I just think that'd be ironic if they did. But I actually have them going. Crazy. I actually had. I actually had Dig in the first draft mock I did here a couple days ago. I actually had Diggs going to Minnesota. That then I thought about, oh crap, they just traded his brother. So and I thought about, it, I was like, I, I can't do that because I don't think it'd just be a good. I don't think it'd be a good fit. But that's what they need is a guy like him at corner for sure. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, like you said, I don't think they do. Although maybe they're you know they they swallow their ego and said, you know, let's take the best player here. But I think that it's going to be uh, Christian Fulton from LSU. I think they have to have corner, a corner here. Um, they lost so much in their secondary. Uh, but also, you know, you got A.J. Terrell, who's already gone off your board. So I think A.J. Terrell could also go, but I have Christian Fulton here at 22 to the Vikings. LSU corner, yep. Uh, Zimmer's a big cornerback guy. He's a great cornerback's coach. He's had a you know big career as far as coaching those guys up and definitely – with Xavier Rhodes gone, they've lost. Uh, Waynes was is gone. You know, one of their safeties is gone. So definitely uh, on the lookout uh, for 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 DB help and, and again wide receiver help. All right, New England on the clock. Belichick, what is he going to do here at twenty three? I mean, do you do you take defensive end? You you lost Van Noy. You lost several guys on defense. My thought here was either uh, defensive end Epinesa from Iowa. Again, solid player from a solid program, but I'm going to go wild card here. I'm going to go Jordan Love. I'm going to go quarterback Jordan Love, developmental guy, sit behind Stidham for a year or whoever ends up being the guy there. And uh, it might be a situation where a year or two from now, one, if one of those two guys play well, they can trade the other guy. But I'm going to go Jordan Love, New England. I agree with you there. Uh, obviously, Love's already gone off my board. I think that they actually trade up to get one of these guys. Um, that's my hunch. But if they're still picking there and all four quarterbacks are gone, I think they go uh, defense. Um, and I, I like them going two guys here, Kenneth Murray or Patrick Queen. I give the nod to Queen, um, another line, another LSU player. So you've got – Plenty of LSU and and Alabama in the first round here so far. Um, yep, and I, I have Patrick Queen there at uh, twenty three. He's going to kind of be the the, the heir apparent to, to Hightower, kind yes. of the linebacker and three four linebacker kind of guy that can you can plug in with Hightower for a year, and then uh, kind of let him take over. Him and kind of reminds me of Gerard Mayo, that yeah. kind of guy can can, yeah. can navigate the defense pretty well. So good pick there, twenty four New Orleans. Um, I really struggled here with this pick. I, I almost gave love to New Orleans, thinking they might he might Peyton might be a kind of guy that could that could could be a sleeper place for Jordan Love. I'm gonna give New Orleans defense. They need defensive linebacker help. I'm gonna go where you just went. I'm gonna give them Patrick Queen, LSU. Again, very familiar with the program. They know those guys inside and out in New Orleans. So I'm gonna go the safe pick and just just a plug and play kind of guy, Patrick Queen, LSU. Yeah, I have them obviously going linebacker as well. And with Queen already being gone on my side, I, I, I think they take Kenneth Murray here, the linebacker out of Oklahoma. Um, I think they definitely need help help in that area. You know, we, we know they're stacked pretty much on offense. Uh, they got Malcolm Jenkins back to help out in the secondary. So I, I think they go Kenneth Murray here. 24. Don't forget after dark at wide receiver. 
Ah, that's right. Yes, our, our buddy. That's right. <laughs> All right, 25 Minnesota, their second first-round pick. This was the pick from Buffalo for Diggs that they acquired. Um, I'm going to go defense again. The, again, they lost Everson Griffin, defensive end. I'm going to go the best. I'm going to go Epinesa here from Iowa. Sh- just a sturdy, strong defensive end to go opposite Daniil Hunter. So, uh, again, I'm going to go defense here, Minnesota, with Zimmer, A.J. Epinesa, defensive end, Iowa. Yeah, uh, I think they could take – I definitely think they could go go that way. Um, I've already got them taking a corner, so I, I can't see them taking another corner, although a lot of people have uh, uh, the guy out of Auburn. They've got you know, a couple of guys like that. I actually think they might go a little wild card here, even though they do need help on defense with so many of the guys that I uh, that they could take already gone. Uh, they possibly go Jordan Brooks there, but I think they actually go offense and take uh, Austin Jackson out of USC here at 25, the uh, offensive tackle. Okay, good pick there. Yep, they always need they've always they've always struggled kind of at offensive tackle up there in Minnesota the last several yeah. years. So good, good pick there. All right. 26 Miami, the third, their third of their three first round picks. You know, they've took, they've, t- we, we, we've plugged them with Tua and we've also plugged them with Josh Jones and Michael had a McKinney, the safety going there. Third pick for Miami. I'm going to go defense here. I'm going to go the next, the kind of the next best defensive uh, end. I'm going to give them uh, the guy from Penn state, Yatur gross Matos, kind of the Penn state defensive end. Um, kind of some varying opinions on him, but I'm going to give him, I'm going to give them, uh, some defensive end, some defensive line help. Yatir Gross Matos. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I think they go, they could go defense there too. Um, but I think that with what they've already taken, um, on defense, they've gone quarterback. Uh, you've got to have somebody to block, (laughs) Especially if you're taking if if they go with Tua, they've got to have somebody there. So my my pick is uh, Ezra Cleveland, the offensive tackle out of uh, uh, Boise State. Boise. Yeah, so I yep. think I think that they go with Cleveland there to shore up that offensive line uh, to protect their investment of Tua. Yep. So they would have had Tua McKinney and Cleveland for you, and I'm giving them Tua. Josh Jones, the offensive lineman, and then Matos, Matos, the defensive end. So we pretty much get quarterback and offensive line, and then you went safety and I went defensive end. So, again, I think solid, solid job on Miami's part. Again, they've got two picks in the second round as well. So they, there's still opportunity to get a running back and another receiver, very deep at receiver. If you, if you're looking for some help at receiver, so there's plenty of good guys that'll be available in the second round for them. Uh, So good job there. Seattle 27. This guy Schneider and Pete Carroll, the biggest wheelers and dealers in this draft. They they've they've trade they've made. I think I've read a stat. They've had twenty seven trades in the last three years, um, <laughs> in the tra- in the draft and different move up down. They they've traded out of the first round like the last four or five years. As far as don't even have a first round pick, they've traded into the second round. I'm gonna keep them with twenty seven here. To me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them another defensive back. Um, they they struggled against the pass last year. It seemed like just watching them play, they gave up a lot of a lot of yards and points on defense uh, through the air. I'm going to give them Jalen Johnson, cornerback out of Utah. Yeah, I actually, I actually uh, kind of this is kind of a coin flip for me almost. I had them going, uh, or initially thought maybe Grant Delpit there 
kind of a guy to replace Earl Thomas that they've never really replaced. Uh, and uh, uh, what's his face? They got her. Cam uh, 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 Chancellor. Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. But I actually think they go in the or edge here with your guy Gross Mottos that you just took. Um, I, I think that they, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't know if Clowney's coming back or not. So I think that that could a lot could depend on that. But that's a guy that that could kind of fit that edge profile that mm-hmm. Clowney Clowney is leaving behind if he does. And Frank Clark and fill in for a Frank Clark kind of guy that's yeah. you know plug in for him as well. Um, yeah, so uh, more defense for Seattle. But again, don't be surprised if Seattle trades out of this out of the first round. Right. They're notorious for doing that and accumulating lots of second and third and fourth round kind of picks. So uh, he's got a hist- huge history of doing that. So don't be surprised if they trade out. Twenty eight Baltimore. You got uh, defensive uh, uh, on your mind here. They've got the offensive pieces seem to be in place. And on offense, receiver, tight end. You got Lamar. You got Hollywood Brown. Um, I'm going to give them defensive line because you can never have enough good defensive linemen. Uh, I'm going to give them Marlon Davidson from Auburn, the defensive lineman. You have defense as well. I think they could go after a guy maybe like a Trayvon Diggs here, although Ozzy's not running it, so the Alabama connection might not be as strong as it used to be. But uh, I actually <laughs> think I think they'll go uh, linebacker here. Look for either maybe Jordan Brooks if he's still available. Or possibly my pick, Zach uh, Zach Bond out of Wisconsin. There, another guy that had a had a testing issue at the combine, a uh, suspect test. Not sure if he. They said it, they said a they didn't make it sound like it was weed. It might have been some kind of supplement or who knows what. But he apparently failed the test. Um, so, but yeah, Bond Bond's supposed to be a really good player out of Wisconsin. Again, and Baltimore's always been a kind of team that's been willing to take a risk on those kind of guys as well. That that's, that's had a. Uh, an issue on off the field issue and all that kind of stuff. So, all right, let's go to Tennessee at 29, getting to the, to the tail end here. The first round got four picks left. Again, you're listening to the powers on sports podcast, mock draft myself and Michael banks. We're giving you a blow by blow team by team. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to post this on the, uh, on our, on the Facebook page as well as in our, in my Twitter page. I'm going to, I'm going to put Mike's picks, Mike's picks alongside mine. So you'll have both of our picks as well so if you if you you see us give us some some feedback love to hear from you tennessee at 29 i'm gonna go uh offense offense here for tennessee i'm gonna go in the trenches they lost conklin the right tackle went to cleveland i'm gonna go austin jackson from usc offensive tackle uh kind of a a guy that you could put on put on they've got uh taylor lawan on the other side so i'm gonna put austin jackson right tackle to go along to help the offensive line here um, so give me Austin Jackson. Yeah, I could see them going offensive line here. Maybe, uh, see, uh, Cesar Ruiz from Michigan mm-hmm. hunt. Um, but, uh, you know, on the interior side, uh, I don't have any tackles left that they really want to take at that point. Um, so I actually have them going corner here with, uh, Trayvon Diggs. I think if he, if he were to fall this far, uh, that, that that's a that's a, a position they can always use help with um at corner yep. so i have them going trayvon Diggs there at 29 okay all right 30 green bay uh you know lots of talk in green bay they, they lost a couple linebackers some couple guys on defense they're, they're they're ready to win this could be a spot if jordan love were to fall here all the way down here i could see the packers maybe going jordan love 
This is also a spot I could see them potentially taking um, a guy like Jacob Eason, the, the, the quarterback out of Washington, kind of be the heir apparent to Rodgers. Um, but I'm going to give him a linebacker, kind of a, a again, I think Green Bay's in a win-now win, win mode. So I think they're going to really look to, to find a defensive cog to help them on defense immediately. I'm going to go Kenneth Murray, linebacker, Oklahoma. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I actually have them going offensive help here with a receiver to go along uh, opposite Devontae Adams. The uh, the other guys were just not real great last year. And uh, I think that they there's a few guys out there, Denzel Mims, Jalen Rager, or Rieger. Uh, but I think they go with Brandon Ayuk from uh, yep. Arizona State Arizona. here. Herm, our buddy Herm. Yeah. We play to win the game. You play to win. So, you know, Green Bay's playing to win. They've got to go after an Arizona State guy. So remember last year you did you did you did have the prediction last year of late in the first round, Mr. That's Harry right. going to New England. <laughs> so maybe another Sun Devil go late in the first round. I'm a you Sun better Devil. buy a you, you better buy a you better buy a winter coat, Brandon, because you ain't <laughs> ever seen some cold like this, buddy, in, from Tempe. <laughs> it's a little bit different up there. I did. I thought about Ayuk there as well. Um, I think Green Bay could. This could also be a spot where Green Bay could trade out of the first round, and somebody else could trade up into the first round to get a guy. Um, this could be, you know, teams looking for a quarterback potentially. That you want to trade, you want to get a quarterback because you get that extra year on the contract as far as a fifth year option. So again, be looking for potentially here with Green Bay, San Fran, and Kansas City. One of these teams could trade out of the first round, and somebody could trade back in. I could even see a team like Tampa Bay trading back in late in the first round to get a guy like Eason because I think he's kind of a Bruce Arians kind of guy to, to be the heir apparent potentially for Brady. So be looking out for Green Bay to potentially trade out of the first round here. But if they keep the pick, I think we're going with Murray and or Ayuk uh, there to help. So let's go to 31 San Francisco. Same deal we talked about. I think the San Francisco is looking to trade out, if at all possible. They, they, again, they, they're looking to acquire some second, third, and fourth round picks. If they keep the pick here, I th I'm giving them the guy you just gave them. I'm going to give them Ayuk to go to San Francisco uh, if they do keep the pick. So Brandon Ayuk to San Francisco. Yeah, uh, I already had them with a wide receiver, I believe. Yeah, with C.D. Lamb. So I, that, if, if that comes to fruition, which I don't think they keep the pick either, if that does come to fruition, I think they would go corner here maybe. Uh, A.J. Terrell, if he's still on the board, a guy to possibly uh, step in and start – you know, replacing Richard Sherman, who uh, Dick's getting a little old, so um, Dick can still go another year or two. Yeah, he's still got some. He's still, he's still, he's still got, got some, some stamina. Don't yeah, worry about that. Don't worry about that, Dick. He's good. Um, <laughs> but no, I think if AJ Terrell's there, I think he's a great pick for the 49ers, somebody that they can groom underneath. Underneath, yep. Dick. and you're gonna have to play three, three and four corners a bunch anyway. So right. you gotta especially, have, especially in that division against Russell and Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, and, and, and the Rams, well, obviously I don't know what the Rams are doing right now, but, um, but yeah, definitely. I don't know the other guy's name on the other side of Sherman on the other corner, man, but I just know they went, he, he was getting picked on a bunch. That was the, know, they went the after guy. him and, and That's the guy and he looked like, he, yeah, he looked like he had no ball skills and no, no depth perception. A lot of uncle Jay, no biffle, no depth <laughs> perception. I love you, uncle Jay, but that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 uh, no depth perception on some of these throws you see these guys throwing on them in the playoff game. So <laughs> that's, that's the guy to Sanford uh, here in Birmingham. Okay. Uh, all right. 
What is that guy? And it ain't it ain't Jim Bradbury. It's uh it's it's no. not Bradbury and it's not uh Cortland Sutton. No. no Cortland uh Finnegan. Fin- yeah, uh, but, no, it's by the way, that guy played in Biffle, by the way, way back in the day before the year he got drafted before he went to training camp as an undrafted free agent, he Mr. Finnegan played in spring flag football in the Biffle in Birmingham, Alabama, baby. Yeah, I do have I do have championship pedigree and NFL pedigree from my flag football league. <laughs> yeah, it's de- championship pedigree, definitely. What a pedigree. The best fighter money, the best 15-yard unsportsmanlike with A.J. Green money can buy, huh? Uh, Who got in the – no, it was A.J. Green and Ramsey, right? Yeah, A.J. Green and Ramsey. Finnegan got into it with uh, somebody. Oh, with Hopkins. Him and Hopkins got into it. Yes, DeAndre Hopkins. That's right, Titans and Texans. No, no, no. Him and uh, was it Andre Johnson or no? It was Andre Johnson? It was. It, yeah, it wasn't Hopkins. Andre. Yes. Uh, him and Andre Johnson had the feuds in the AFC South, the slugfests at the fifty. At <laughs> the fifty. Him and Andre in the in the AFC least. All right. Last pick of the first round on World Champion Kansas City Chiefs. You know, there, there's thought here. Do you do you do you do you get a legit running back here potentially? There's, you know, AJ or. Uh, uh, Swift, DeAndre Swift from Georgia is a possibility here. If you go offense, to me, you got to go defense here. You still are you still are behind the behind the times on defense. You were improved last year, but you still need more players on defense. I'm going to go linebacker here. Zach Bond, Wisconsin linebacker. I think he'd be one of those smart guys. You just plug in and play for the next eight or nine years. Uh, kind of be the quarterback of the defense. Put him at middle linebacker. I think he was a middle linebacker. Um, just put him in the middle and let him be the guy for the next eight or nine years. And, uh, not a sexy pick, but a, but a useful pick. Zach Bond. Um, I actually have them going here. I have them going offensive line. Um, I could see, definitely could see the, um, see them going defense here. Maybe Grant Delpit is a guy they could possibly go after. Um, and, and they probably would, they probably will, but, I actually have them going Cesar Ruiz from uh, from Michigan to shore up the offensive yep. line. Um, so that's my pick. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Delpit's there if they don't go after Delpit. Um, as Andy well. Reid's a big offensive line guy. He's picked he's yeah. picked a ton of linemen in his career at Philadelphia, and he you know he's always been a. And again, I'm I almost I almost had Ruiz going to the Cowboys earlier in the round. Um, again, the, with the Cowboys losing Frederick. But Ruiz is definitely a kind of a bottom of the first round kind of guy, and definitely a guy that you could plug in and, and probably play. He could probably play guard if he had to play guard for a year before you put him at center. If I'm not sure what the center situation is in Kansas City, but um, you know Ruiz or definitely a you need these are filler players for Kansas City. You can definitely uh, see that uh, again in needs draft for need, not necessarily the best player available. And uh, well, there you have it. Our first rounds in the Bye. books. By the way, Jaquiski yes. Tart was the guy I was thinking of. Jaquiski, yes, that wasn't the guy I was thinking of. There's You're another guy. Jimmy that, Ward. You're thinking of no, Jimmy. I'm thinking no. There was a cornerback. No, Ward plays safety. Uh, there was another guy that's that that Mary maybe a Merriweather is a guy named Merriweather or something that was playing the opposite corner of, of Sherman last late in the year last year and was just getting he got charbroiled in the Minnesota playoff game and then obviously in the Mosley? Kansas City game, huh? Mosley, Emmanuel Mosley. I think it was Mosley. Yeah. Emmanuel Mosley is that his name? Yeah, out of Tennessee. Emmanuel, yeah, another Emmanuel. Emmanuel. 
So yeah, he was getting he was getting eaten up pretty good. So I could definitely see them uh, looking for uh, some some DB help. Again, Mosley did not have many much ball skills, from what I noticed. But what the hell do I know? But I, I just watched the game. But <laughs> but uh, Mike, good job with the draft. Excellent work. Well. Hope, again, folks. Hopefully, we gave you some good uh, perspective on each team, some thoughts on each team. I'm going to post the uh, post the written written selections as well. So. The, 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 on the podcast as well. So definitely uh, take a lander. Appreciate you listening. One question. Hope your team. One yes. question. Will we hear since we're, since we're going to have these virtual draft, this virtual draft, you'll hear, you won't hear a lot of crowd. So will we hear, will we hear things like what we hear at our draft or we'll hear, will we hear the, the papers wadding, wadding up after that, after that, that sheet is, that sheet is done. Yes, when when that position group has been eliminated, we we rip up the sheet, throw it in the trash, and also we'll have to give some whistles, some woohoo, some woohoo, some whistles, so <laughs> some suspect picks. So uh, yeah, that, that'd be actually it would, it would. You know what we ought to do? We ought to try to get some of the fellows together for like a Zoom meeting during this draft and have some <laughs> have our own version of a uh, woohoo commentary, some ongoing commentary, streaming commentary. That would be. Uh, we, we could actually probably do that. I'll look, I'll look into that in the next couple of days. See if I can get a couple guys together for, see if your boy Dickman's available and some of the give fantasy, me, uh, the, the hey, magic me, city uh, guys, big hey, Ray, me, big Ray. Give me AJ. Give me Kabbalah. Kabbalah. Is that TJ Duncan? Is he still available? TJ Duncan. <laughs> by the way, he was a first round draft pick, by the way, for the Falcons back in the day. Yes, he I was. Saw his name, I saw his name referenced the other day. And then uh, our boy Kevon, Kevon Barlow. Hey, give me, give me Kevon Barlow. Kevon. Yes, our boy Big Ray, one of my favorites. But uh, appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for the for that. thanks for the input and the work. Uh, like I said, uh, excellent job. We'll, we'll try to give you an idea how we did uh, next on the next podcast. But uh, for, for all of us here at the Powers on Sports Podcast, stay safe, stay six feet apart. Stay don't, inside. Don't stay inside. I, and 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 I know you're. If Georgia just opened up all their shit this this Friday, I know Alabama's right behind them. Oh, yeah, so I'm sure you'll be at the uh, you'll be at Jim and Nick's by Sunday afternoon. You nope. and uh, Caitlin. Nope. <laughs> you'll be you yeah you'll be at Jim and Nick's or Dick's Sporting Goods or somewhere sooner rather than later here when all this uh, stay at home order gets opened up in Alabama and nope. it'll be a uh, coronavirus free for all. That's absolutely not going to happen. <laughs> and you know, some some people will be getting rushed to UAB hospital like it's going out of style. That's right. <laughs> Idiots. Wow. So, all right. Well, you guys have a good night, Mike. Appreciate it. And uh, y'all have a great, enjoy your draft. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Powers on Sports podcast. <laughs>